if they're witches, but you know that's implied. That the storytelling, ego swelling, pillow talking, moonlight walking, sea hags. Welcome to the Sea Hags Podcast. I'm Katie Nordgren. And I'm Chris Jeppa. And with us back again for the second time is fucking awesome community organizer um, and general all around badass is Ashley. Ashley, hello, welcome back to The Shack, yeah. part two. We, uh, I won't say Electric Boogaloo this time. <laughs> the last time that you were here, we were like, we should totally do a Buffy rewatch and talk about it, and we haven't done it, but nope. you've been watching Buffy. I have been, and yeah. reading, so, you know, 20th anniversary since the first episode, mm-hmm. um, so I've been reading all the stuff and just crying <laughs> all, all the time. recaps? Yeah. Like, about how much of a good, good boy Anthony Stewart had <laughs> <laughs> He's so nice. He uh, adopted a, like a trans kid. Basically. Oh, I didn't know that. Not like, like formally, not formally, adopted, but, but unofficially. Basically, uh, this kid like wrote a letter to him and was just like, "You're great, and here's my story." And then Tony, as he calls him, yeah. like basically invited him over for dinner or something. And Pretty cool. Aww. So cute. Pretty good. <laughs> so cute. Yeah, someone I knew from high school moved to his neighborhood, basically, and just saw him walking around and at the farmer's markets and things all the time. Ugh. He's just like, oh, there's Tony. It's Tony Head. <laughs> Tony Head is a weird Which sounds much funnier than Anthony Stewart Head. That sounds... You can really forget that his last name is just Head. <laughs> no. That is actually a very strange last name. If, like... if your name was, like, Lord Grantham of Oral Six or something like that, <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's just... Head. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when, when people's last names like come from a profession like back in the family, like what did they do? Ooh, I think about that a lot. <laughs> Hoeing. It was they were hoeing. Or I was thinking executioner actually. Oh. <laughs> Chopping block, head headsman. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Ooh. Anthony Stewart headsman. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got up to turn off a lamp, so it probably felt like I just walked off to the other side of the universe. I decided to open the curtains today and not block anything out because it's beautiful as shit outside. <sighs> it, how many days did it rain in the last? One million. One million days in the last month, somehow, <laughs> just like time dilated. Sounds it, right. It broke all bunch of records. Yes, yeah, it's fifty-seven or something like that. It was the rainiest March we've had. That's so sad. This, those numbers still don't line up. <laughs> oh, the thousand, the million days? No, the 57, 57 days. And then suddenly it's the rainiest March. <laughs> oh, did I say 57 days? Yeah. <laughs> well, like I said, time dilation is a really serious <laughs> issue facing uh, society today. Um, I don't I don't know where I pulled that 57 out of. Probably my, my butt, <laughs> if we're being honest. But it was rainy. Thank you for reality checking us constantly, Ashley. (laughs) We need help so much. We uh, yeah, my lawn turned into like a big soggy quagmire of terribleness, and it just like yeah, claimed several shoes. Yeah, and then every time you walk in the back, you're just like, did I step in poop? Because it's just so squishy and like slippy everywhere. (laughs) It's really awful. I so, it. I bought new boots. They're Ooh. pretty cute. I'll show them to you. <laughs> oh, excellent. Looking, looking forward At the to Army and uh, Navy shoe sale. So swing by there, but they don't have many for Sam Squanches. I, I saw some Converse in your size. Ooh, yay. But don't we all want a nice pair of Chuck Taylors? Oh, I've, I've heard that they are the best shoes for weightlifting because they have no rise in them at all. So to have a totally oh. flat foot is good for powerlifting. So maybe I should buy those You're shoes. You're so buff. I'm very buff. <laughs> Look at your muscles. Come on 
muscles. Oh, they're so great. Nobody else can see them, but they're good. They're so good. But we gave a lot of like emphasis on it. <laughs> wow. So. Yeah, we, we heard them. They went. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they was just like flocks is the sound that it makes when you flex them. It's, it's automatic for some reason. Flocks. Flocks. You know, it's it's Danish <laughs> for flex. I don't know what I'm talking You're about. You're silly. You How's your week been? Ah, uh, like a pretty good actually. Um, yeah, I, uh, I I've been trying to sort of put a figure out my own situation because I'll uh, be really like bummed out for a few days and then I'll feel great and then I'll be sad and then I'm great. So I don't know what that's all about. It's definitely not like bipolar because I'm not manic or anything like mm-hmm. that. But it's just like, uh, and then uh, and then uh. But this last week was all. Eh. <laughs> so I went out a bunch. Like I just I went to a couple comedy shows and I performed last night and yeah, I just I was out and about quite a lot. Like I really and I've been taking myself out for meals again, which is something I really love to do. Aww. So that's yeah, that's what I did Treat today just yourself. before I came over here as I went to the cafe Roundel Rundel Rune round table. I don't actually know what it's called. It's the but, Rundel, uh, yeah. <laughs> one of the uh, one of the servers just really fancies himself uh, a Casanova type and ca- kept calling me my love and my darling and all that stuff. I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> you sassy little mustache man. Oh, I know uh, exactly who that is. Yeah, you do. <laughs> but I had, oh, it was so good. I just had some huevos and what, just a glass of beer, which I love. I love being able to get a glass of beer for $3 because mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. like the amount of beer I usually want to have. So that, and then I had an affogato for dessert, just Ooh, a scoop of that. ice cream with some with some uh, espresso. On You're top. doing it right, Katie. Yeah, you really nailed this. Like taking yourself out for, for oh, food. I yeah, I felt like I deserved it today, so I just did, and it was lovely. And I walked here in the sunshine, and just real great, yeah. good times. It's, you know, maybe the, the meh, eh kind of uh, mood cycles that you're feeling is also weather dependent. It may very well be, it yes. has been nice out in the last couple of days. Yeah, so it's true. It's generally true. perks up the old, I was going to say gams for some reason. <laughs> Just, yeah, it's the only thing that activates your leg muscles. Yeah, it perks up your gams yeah. and it's sunny out. Of that's course. That's a thing that we Kicks all know. Kicks up your heels. That's like a true fact that we're Definitely. all around. We're all leg powered by the solar sun. <laughs> words. Um, so yeah, I did What's this. Happening? Who knows? <laughs> I did a, uh, I did a really fun show at XY, which is a gay bar yeah, tell me in, about that. On, on, in Davie village in Vancouver. And it's, um, Oh man, it's a cool little venue. It's, and they really worked for accessibility, but there was a bit of irony there because that club is not accessible mm-hmm. f- for people who are physically disabled. It's up a huge set of stairs. Oh, yeah. that place. Yeah. I think it used to be a restaurant, but it's a very, very nice club inside. And it has the greatest bathrooms in the entire city because they are meant to be fucked in. Mm-hmm. Um, in their bathroom, wait, was that grammatically correct? There are bathrooms in which you can fuck <laughs> or have sex if you prefer uh no, but no, yeah no 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 no, no, no don't no, have no, no. sex in those no no you can definitely fuck yeah, yeah. yeah for sure for sure I, I think they're like for cocaine and sex pretty much so they're like single stalls but it's completely enclosed and there's just a big it's not even a vending machine it is literally a trough on the wall of condoms and lube yeah yeah just a trough you don't even have to pay for them no you just no. reach and grab a handful great just yeah. just have some harm reduction have exactly. some fun there well exactly and but it's it's the perfect place for like a sort of multi-gender queer event because you don't have to worry about the bathrooms like anybody can use them they're private like you have your own integrity and dignity <laughs> which is so important All to me bathroom should be like that for every real. single bathroom <sighs> should be like that like, right to the floor people right to the floor. right to the floor <laughs> uh and it's always a really fun show there was some cool people who have not done a ton of stand-up but they were they it was the right crowd for them because it, so it went over really well nice. like uh this girl shoshana i know did her second ever stand-up set she was very nervous but she was actually very funny like, 
like her bits were really good nice. and very dry. So I think that if she just gets a little bit more experience, she'll she'll be killing it. Um, and there were ASL interpreters, which oh, was super fun. cool. Mm-hmm. So there was, and we had to submit our sets in advance so that the interpreters would sort of get the most flowy um, interpretation of oh, it. Oh, that's great. It was so cool. Fatima headline, Steve Letts was the host. Nice. So it was, you know, just a lot of like butt jokes and, and things about like being fat and hot and all that kind of stuff, which I love. Perfect. Uh, and it was just so evocative. Like watching them is so... They did not keep a straight face at all. Like, they were just, like, emoting so much as they're signing. And it's just, it added so much to the experience, even as a hearing person. Like That's so cool. Just to get to see that, realizing how much of ASL can be sort of interpreted just based on context clues and things. Like, it yeah. makes a lot of sense. Like, there's, uh, this is gal Jackie Hofart, who had a, or Hoffert, if you prefer, uh, was doing a bit about having side vag, like, visible side vag, as if just, like, her body proportions. <laughs> and the signing for side vag <laughs> was so funny. They're, they're grimacing as they're doing it. Like, it was so <laughs> classic. I loved it. It was really fun. So I had a good time, and that nice. was my week. Past guest Hillary uh, was taking the queer ASL courses, yeah. mm-hmm. and she was telling me a lot about like facial grammar, which is really cool. Where it's mm-hmm. like if you're asking a question, you raise your eyebrows, like just like you would do, mm-hmm. you know. But it's like that each sign has like its own interpretation based on like the facial grammar that you do, which I think is like That's a really super sense. cool concept. Yeah, yeah, because it's not like you have your your voice to like do the thing with the, you know? Yeah. But your face is doing it for you. You mean up talking? (laughs) The worst thing? (laughs) For, like, whatever it is, the the cadence or whatever it is. Like, it's, uh, yeah. That makes it, I I should learn ASL. I have a very expressive face, so I'd have great face grammar, I think. Well, I think it's important to, like... You got a face made for ASL. (laughs) (laughs) Got a voice made for not just kidding. (laughs) Oh, God. A face for radio. I do. <laughs> it's also also a face for looking at. Oh, thanks. And admiring. Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks. Chris, how was your week? Oh, it was good. Uh, speaking of grammar, I just have a very funny story about a person that I wrote this very um, heartfelt email asking folks for, for some support and fundraising for, like, a cause that I'm really, you know, involved in and, like, very passionate about. And so I wrote this email, and uh, this person basically told me, like, I started reading your email, and then I got to a point where you didn't capitalize some proper nouns, and it made me so mad that I'm not donating to your thing, and I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? That is absurd. And when I got to, when I, like, yeah, basically we had a conversation, and I was very, like, chill about it, I, like, kind of laughed a little, because I'm like, that's very silly, definitely your problem, like, I'm sorry Mm -hmm. it didn't work for you, but, like, thanks for the feedback. Yeah. And my cousin was there, and he was just like, you handled that really well, like, your conflict res skills, blah, blah, blah. Then I got an email from this person today, doubling down, like, apologizing for, like, wrong place, wrong time, I'm really sorry for that, blah, blah, blah. But you know what really did make me really mad, and here's the exact passage that I've copied and pasted that I hated, and blah, blah, blah. It's because I didn't capitalize Commercial Drive or Main Street. I was just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> that is so... Oh, that makes me that makes me so angry. I know. And the fact that they obsessed about it. Yes. Enough to, like, Come get back. in touch with you again and be like, oh, by the That's way. That's the thing that made... I was like, okay, you know, we'll just let it go and it's fine. But the fact that they, like, emailed again to, like, double down, I'm going to write something back like, you should have just let it go when I was yeah. in, like, generous mode. You've <laughs> <laughs> engaged. Because now I'm actually... Petty. Now I'm actually mad at you. Yeah. <laughs> So that's fun. <laughs> you, should just, you should just wait till you're like even more mad, 
<laughs> and then, like, just, like, fire off all your, like, angry response emails. This is bad advice that Ashley is giving you right now, just just to be the angel on your shoulder. I feel like it would moment. feel really good. Yeah. yeah. For a second. Yeah. No, I don't know You're what right. I'm going to respond. I need to, like, sit on it, because I'm just, like, I'm actually fuming, like, in mm-hmm. my body. Oh, I'd be absolutely livid. And then, like, yeah, this person basically said to me, like, and you handled it with such grace, I would have been in tears, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, why would you say that to somebody, then, mm-hmm. if you know how much it would upset you? Like... You can also just choose to say nothing. That's a PSA for everybody. Yes. Yeah. What I should have said was nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. And if it if it just bothered her so much that, like, <sighs> she just had to tell me, it's like, no, you do not. That is absolutely your problem. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you've put it on me, and now my weekend is kind of shot, you jerk. Because I'm so. just steaming Not mad. actually shot. It's no. a good story. <laughs> and I had no, witnesses, so it was fine. <laughs> Steam like my cousin a... was really just like, "What is happening?" <laughs> that is very funny and frustrating, <laughs> which is endemic to family. Yeah, situations. I don't know if we've talked about this, like just the whole correcting people's grammar thing. Like I used to be really kind of obsessy about that and yeah. just like correcting, and then I realized like how classist it is. It is really, yeah. or like you know, people's like, and and this person like teaches um, grammar and stuff like that. So that's why they were like, as a teacher, it's so egregious, blah blah blah. I'm like. You get paid to do that, and you can do that on the time when you're getting paid. Like, mm-hmm. leave me alone. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't make it your life project. Yeah, basically. Yeah. But it's, like, that's why this person, like, went into that, because I guess they were so... But now I'm, like, I realize so much. It's, like, it's not people's first language, or they had different education. Like, mm-hmm. as long as you can understand what people are talking about, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. And, like, this particular thing was, like, the most petty bullshit ever. So that's very like... petty. It's really petty. Yeah. Uh, it's Lori petty. It's Tom petty. It's Tom petty. <laughs> <laughs> the heartbreakers. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's something that really bugs me, too. And I used to be really mm-hmm. uptight about grammar. Really, really, really uptight about it. And, like, the there, there, and there still gets me, but not in a way that I'm going to respond to. Mm-hmm, unless yeah. it's, like, somebody has put together something very official to like go out. Like a screed. Like to... <laughs> well, yeah, oh, like, no. something, like, if, if, they're, or if they're writing copy for their home business sure, or something like that. Like, sure. like if they're doing something that will really needs to reflect as cleanly as possible on them, then mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, and that's what editors are for. I was sure. just going to say, you like, can hire someone for that. Like, and, and I think for like papers and stuff, it is kind of important to, to, to get it right so mm-hmm. that you are understood and stuff. But, but even so, you know, like one of the profs that I, I work with left their grading rubric on the printer and I looked at it and I was like, Oh my God, it was literally 120 points, like with little checks next to them. It's like, and there was one that I got to agree with full heartedly, which is don't use females in place of women. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are it's you like, a you're, Ferengi? you're not a Ferengi. So, <laughs> and you're not, you know, hopefully you're not a gamer gator or whatever. Uh, so, mm-hmm. so please don't use that. And that was the only one I, but the other stuff is just so, it's like, Oh, half a mark here, half a mark there, half a mark... It's just... Yeah, you want people to take things seriously, but also don't nickel and dime someone for little errors because mm-hmm. it's really just about the eff- eff- efficacy efficacy yeah. of communication. You know, and I, I love my parents very much, but they're both a little bit elitist when it mm-hmm. comes to grammar and speech patterns and things. So one thing that they can never get over is people using the word like as oh, a placeholder. Oh, my grandma really had it. She like... <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> if she was that still alive, you, she would she would come at me. But like, see again. Now I'm gonna notice it. See, that, that's that's the worst thing is is that, that <laughs> that's what they did to me, and now I do it way less. Which 
they'll be like, oh, you're welcome for that, by the way. Oh, no. <laughs> you actually just made me terrified to speak. Not Thank even you. terrified, but just that I was going to get... But, oh, no, 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 no. My grandma was so... It was like this weird sort of pseudo-progressive thing, but also really not, where it was just like, I want you to be a strong, confident woman. Mm -hmm. That gets taken seriously, so you need to make your speech patterns more male, because otherwise, talking like a woman means you're going to get disrespected. So, you know, my grandpa did that as well, where he's like, got me to stop apologizing for stuff, Mm, which is a helpful, it's a helpful thing to not just, oh, sorry, oh, sorry about that, sorry, sorry, sorry. Mm -hmm. And so that's a good thing to kind of eliminate, and those, Mm -hmm. like, those qualifying language things, Mm -hmm. like... Oh, it's just my opinion, or yeah. whatever. Do you think maybe I, I feel like we could? Yeah. yeah. So those things are handy, but then she really got on me as like the like and the uptick at the end of sentences mm-hmm. and things like that. Where it's fine. It's kind of just <laughs> it's actually fine. fine. <laughs> it's kind of just fine. And the thing is, is when I'm made aware of that, you can't f- fix other people's behavior, especially if they're not your daughter, right? Like. <laughs> It's one thing for my parents to do it to me, but they do it to my wife all the time. Or they don't actually do it. They mostly say, she mostly says it to me now. I'm kind of like, don't. I'm not on your side about this. I love <laughs> no. you to death, and I know that this is your bugaboo, but this is a hill you unfortunately need to die alone on. <laughs> <laughs> Metaphorically, I don't want my parents to die alone on a hill no, or no, anywhere no, for that They'd rather matter. you push them off the hill. They'd rather I push them off point. the cliff when they get dementia. Um, that's, that's a thing. Uh, anyway, yeah, so... I, it is something that I made it. I think I'm. I'm maybe just a little bit grateful for, it, but in the way that uh, you know, it's like Stockholm syndrome kind of. <laughs> so I, I really do use fewer placeholders when I speak, but mm-hmm. now it doesn't behoove me in any way to be paying attention to the way other people use them, yeah. and that is the effect. Yeah. And I don't well, care. The placeholder thing, and we talked about this last time I was here actually, but oh. yeah. And, but it's, it always fascinates me and That's I always so like funny. talking about it. I know. Um, <laughs> um, but part of it is because especially as women in careers surrounded by oh, yeah, men at all. We did. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And so we use placeholder text back. because if we don't, Welcome guys always jump back. right in. Mm-hmm. That's Come always what happens to me anyway. If, if you- I don't, <laughs> singing Celine Dion over there, Katie? Nope. I like our background music. <laughs> Just got a lot of, like, um, soft rock in my head see, today. This is, this I okay. walked in singing Phil Collins. This is why we need three microphones, so I can, like, just mute yours. <laughs> just a permanent cough button on old Katie's. I'm so sorry. Continue, please. Oh, it's, it's well, it's it last time. Because <laughs> that men interrupt you if you don't have placeholders. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Fuck them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those guys, but, shut up! Uh, yeah, <laughs> so you ha- just have to keep talking, or else if there's any perceived gap, you will just get like steamrolled. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. Wow. I started to just stab people when they do that. It's very effective. Mm, probably not very nice, though. Yeah, I will go to jail. Yeah, I definitely come off stab. as not nice because I will stop them and say I wasn't done, and. Then you, you have come to. up. You, you do have but to. But then, in order to defend your space, then you're a bitch and not a team player. And yeah. blah, blah, blah. It's I, like, I've yes. noticed when I start to push back that guys get a little nervous. Um, and sometimes they're a little put out and then they want to fix it. So it's kind of like the email that you're talking about where they're like, well, you know, I'm not re- I'm not a jerk. I'm like, yeah, I know. I know you're not. Yeah. And then I just wasn't done. They're like, well, I, I was, you know, it's just like, a ha-. I'm like, yeah. I get it. It's totally a habit. You I gotta totally, break it. And you can break it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's, well, you know, I'm just, I'm really sorry. It's like, you need to hold this to your own heart right now and <laughs> yeah, hold is... your own feet to the fire because this is not my job. And, and you're like, I will not grant you absolution. Like, yeah. I'm not here to like. We're fine, yeah. but I'm mad at you. <laughs> yeah, like, live with me 
me being mad at you. And guys hate that. They hate it. Yeah. Oh, they hate mm-hmm. it. Oh, they hate I love it. it. <laughs> yeah, me too. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I like it when somebody is worried that I'm mad at them because I'm so rarely mad for any length of time. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's like, ooh, power I didn't even have to work for. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Ashley, how was your week? Yeah, <laughs> how was your week? It was busy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I mean it's it's on a uptick now. Yes, it's now a new week though, I guess. So yeah, we'll see uh, what happens. Come <laughs> on, new day. week. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say, Celine Dion, you soft rock my world. <laughs> have you, she does. Have you heard the? It's there's a band called the Arrogant Worms. I've heard. And yes. Oh, Celine Dion, you soft rock my world. <laughs> She's so beautiful. And they do like a whole thing of like what rhymes with Celine at the end, and it's like. It's like, I Chlorine. wish you'd slather me in a tub of Vaseline. Oh, Celine. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. <laughs> that was my whole, like, high school existence. It was, like, uh, singing Arrogant Worm songs in the van driving home from choir. <laughs> because nice. I am a huge fucking nerd. I love it. I love <laughs> let it, it. Let it be known if you didn't know. <laughs> Just, if you didn't get the memo between the Vampire the Masquerade LARPing Shut sessions... <laughs> And pretending to be a vampire at local French restaurants, <laughs> at a brasserie, if you prefer. I was listening to the Adventure Zone podcast, because they just released a couple of bonus episodes, and one with Lin-Manuel Miranda, so oh, I had perfect. to go back a few to like get the thread right. before he jumped in, and I really like it, and it makes me want to play Vampire the Masquerade all the time now. I'm like, I would be such a good storyteller. <laughs> you want to be a GM? Yeah, they call it Storytellers. Oh, sorry. Instead of, like, Game Master or whatever. Mm-hmm. You want to be the master of the game? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like it. I think you would be good. Yeah. I just well, never you're very did. bossy, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it would work. I bossed around a lot of people yesterday. And how was that? <laughs> just, like, we were sitting at a really, really large table, and there was 20 people, and one person was sitting, like, in the middle of a bunch of empty seats, and I was like, you have to move so that they can sit down and play. I was like shuffling the seating arrangements oh, and people shit. are just like we only see you like once every two years why do you have to be a bitch <laughs> <laughs> but then I'm just it, trying to make things work I know <laughs> I'm, I'm in a bit of like yeah boss organizer sort of mm-hmm. mode right now because yeah. I'm trying to get stuff done it's a fairly standard Chris mode I know pretty standard I know but your week is improved yeah we can started crap yeah it, it, every week is pretty uh Stressful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mostly, it's not that it's a bad week. It's just that um, got a lot I've explained stuff. it as every day, just a whole new wave mm-hmm. just washes over me. So, uh, and so then, sheet. by the end of the day, I get you know I'm head above water. Yeah, and I'm like kind of, kind of uh, treading water a little bit. And the next morning, it's just a whole other wave. Oh yep. my god! Like, oh hey, guess what? <sighs> so. Guess what? <laughs> There's more. Yeah. Um, more so, what? Yeah. Just more. Just more. Exactly. Exactly. It's not even like a consistent more. It's just. It's just it's always just more. more. But it's good. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's for a greater good. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's like it's a difficult thing when there's just a lot that you have to handle in a very short amount of time, and. Yeah, I don't even know what I'm really saying, but it's like you're kind of expected to subsume a lot of things to just be like, we only have this amount of time, so you have to get so much done, and mm-hmm. it's really important, you have to give up everything else, and you have to really dedicate, and it's like, how about we take time and like look after ourselves and each other as well, totally. and that kind of culture in some workplaces is not... It's kind of mm-hmm. hard to break out of that if everybody's used to, like, kind of martyring themselves for totally. a cause a little bit. Well, it's which, funny That's maybe not fair to say, but you know well, what I mean. But it's, it is true, and on... In the past, the teams I've worked with, like, we have taken time to have time together, 
and to, um, to, I'm trying to like figure out how to explain this, but on campaigns, like campaign mm-hmm. teams, yeah. you, I'm just going to break it, break it out. <laughs> um, you spend so much time together that you might as well just form a family. Yes. Um, which I'm very, very into. I'm really into the community vibe and the family vibe. Um, and I really try to make that happen. And every other campaign, it's been no problem. But this time, it's like there's so much more. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's such a much larger group of people. Um so it's a lot harder to make that happen. Yeah, you're moving sort of out of your little, like, pod into mm-hmm. a larger system. And, yeah, and yeah. I've tried to build a new pod. My pod's not working. Mm. I've kind of adopted another pod within the pod. <laughs> yeah, is it this is whales? We are whales, yeah. You're whales? Yeah. <laughs> Policy whales? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just, like, trying to latch onto the metaphor. Yeah, I know. I felt that way in school a lot just where... pod people. <laughs> pod people, Yeah. Assimilate. No, it's a, <laughs> at, at school there was a, a definitely a thing where like all of just like five of us kind of found each other in the like eighty people in the cohort, and it was mm-hmm. just like okay, we can't all. They wanted us to be like, hey, all of you guys are going to work in public health, and so you all need to like get along because you're all going to be future coworkers. Maybe someone's going to be your boss in the future. Mm-hmm. So don't, like you got to have sex with anyone. Well, you got to respect <laughs> each other and all that kind of stuff, and that's why they made us do so much group work. Oh my god, because like everything in public work. health is very collaborative. But then, yeah, this, like, smaller group within kind of emerged, and it was yeah. just really nice to have, like, your little pack of people that you could mm-hmm. just yeah, someone bond to bond with and always exactly. work, work well with and that yeah. kind of thing. Especially when you're doing long hours, whether it's, like, in school or mm-hmm. in a campaign or in some other, like, busy work schedule, it's just mm-hmm. nice to have someone, one, who kind of gets what you're doing, mm-hmm. and two, also likes to be social. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of work for no social time. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, so yeah, you want to make sure that you're having fun while you're doing it. Exactly. <laughs> it's, I got a, uh, my, I'm a Scorpio rising, and so I was looking, <laughs> I was looking at affirmations for the week from Jenny Nicholas, <laughs> and my Scorpio, because I read both, it's like, you read your sign and then your rising sign and kind of put them together, mm-hmm. and so my Scorpio one was very much like, uh, it literally said, like, find your coworkers that you can, like, make mischief with, basically, and that want to be your partner in crime, this is going to be really important. I'm just yeah. like, oh, spot on. <laughs> it's all real. <laughs> Until I read something I don't agree with, and then it's totally both. Oh, no <laughs> way. Bogus, I bonus. totally, even the stuff I don't agree with, I'm like, okay, I gotta watch out for that. Like, <laughs> I don't like that, but okay. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was uh, I was reading the one that was like talk, uh, talking about the relationship you have with your mother based on your moon sign or something like that. Apparently my moon's in Gemini, and I don't like what that has to say. Uh, it also doesn't really speak to the relationship I have with my mom. I don't remember what it said, but I was just like, that's not true. Mm. This is all garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. Oh, uh, do we should we follow up that sweet past guest Lauren did have her baby and it's a filthy Aries? <laughs> <laughs> a beautiful little girl and a disgusting Aries. It's okay, her moon is in Pisces. So. Oh, good. Yeah. Thank goodness. <laughs> Very I'm beautiful. an Aries. <laughs> We're totally kidding. She's a beautiful baby, oh, that's so though. Funny. <laughs> so it's your birthday coming up soon on Tuesday. Oh, that's so cool! Yeah. Hey, it's your birthday Yay. podcast. <laughs> it's your birthday, Ashley. <laughs> yeah, your happy birthday Thank for you. a present you get to be on our show. Yes. <laughs> It's the only reason. It's totally. It's totally. not a very good present, unfortunately. <laughs> we just sort of like talk at you. Oh, no, I'm not you. gonna lie. It's funny when I because I listen 
whenever I can, I listen, sure. and I'm like, I wish I was there. I have things I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel listening to absolutely every podcast yeah. that I listen to. There's that funny pic, like the, the it's just so, it's like, someone like eating ice cream in the Philippines next to a picture from like a Philippine ice cream company <laughs> where everybody's really happy about the ice cream that they're eating. <laughs> and the kid is just like, like he's part of the picture, but it's like, that's what it's like listening to podcasts. A hundred percent. Oh, that is accurate. Mm. Oh, you should, you should, Any, you're the only person who's allowed to email us then. If you have things you need to say, then you As may I'm email listening, us. I'm just like, no one else okay, has so this privilege. So this podcast, here's my response to what you're saying. <laughs> I would actually love that because uh, sweet, sweet Meredith, who is our number one um, fan, I hope, I think. Yeah, probably. Um, cause she doesn't owe us anything and she listens to every episode. You know, she hasn't even made it on the show yet. <laughs> we've given her nothing back and she's uh, given us all this. To- well, I guess we've given her the show, but, uh, that seems weird to, to say you're welcome for. <laughs> cause we just would have done it anyway. Anyway, she said that she, she was just like pointing out her favorite bits from the episode that we had with Morgan Brayton. Mm. And I, I really liked that. Just that the thing is like, oh, Karen's a bitch. <laughs> you know? It's the weird things that like stick out for people. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Things that were completely offhand. Then it was like, oh, that made me laugh for like 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Really did it. That's did great. It. That's nice. I'm into it. It is good. Yeah. Yeah. Makes my heart happy. Me Aww. too. Yeah. Welcome. We really did have like a, a solid idea of what we wanted to talk about on these episodes, but then thought we might get in trouble for it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm trying to like think of how to like talk around it yeah. without. So we're being very circuitous today. <laughs> um, just trying to make that good content for, you know, our, our thousands of millions of listeners mm-hmm. that are listening out there today. Billions. I read, billions a, I read a really creepy, awesome book. What was it? Did I already talk about Dark Eden? No. And then the mother dark, of Eden. Dark Eden. <laughs> dark Eden ain't dark cheating. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. Yeah, don't worry. Just being salacious. That's gross. Yeah, you're laughing, though. You're uh, crying a little bit. <laughs> okay. Tell us about Dark I'm Eden. Silly. Oh, it's like. Okay. Oh, and Eden's mother? Yeah, the mother of Eden. Oh, the mother of Eden, sorry. Yes. Go on. And so, a mom that's a garden. <laughs> it's about, uh, like, some humans crashed on, like, they went through a wormhole and crashed on, like, this planet that basically the colors of it would basically be, like, if you were in inverted, like, you know how when you look at a negative? Yeah. Like, so all the flora and fauna is, like... Pink? Pink and blue, and everything is, like, it's a completely dark world, but it has all these, like, lantern flowers that, like, light things up, so it's really, so like... So it kind of, it sounds like it's, like, the world from Avatar. Okay, I haven't seen it. <laughs> you haven't seen James Cameron's opus, Avatar? No, James Cameron's opus is Titanic. You're obviously correct. <laughs> I don't remember the like the the leaves being... Oh, it was just all kind of like, well, at night they would light oh, up, right? right? Oh, right, And then they would have oh, okay. sex by touching their hair together. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, how that, that movie was weird. goes. No, and this um, is human, so they have so sex. <laughs> is this the one where they, like, try to, like, get back to Earth or something? Yeah. And, like, they, like... Are colonizing more planets? Mm, no. No. Okay. no. So this is like, they're just, they're basically stuck on Earth, and it was like two humans stayed and like repopulated the Earth, so everyone's like super inbred and like, oh, God. Yeah. it's kind of weird. And like all the, like, the Earth lore that they talk about, it's like basically it's five or six generations later after with like 500 people or something like that, and they have all these like council thing and like their religion that's kind of based on like, like, the president, because that's, like, the president chased the space explorers from blah, 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 so the president is actually, like, God to them, which is very interesting, and, like, there's all these, like, yeah, stories, and the way that they talk is really interesting, um, I don't know, I really liked it, it was, like, an alternate look of just, like, oh, this is how we're supposed to be human, because this is what, like, our 
great mother from the sky told us to do. And, uh, yeah, it just was, it's a really trippy book. It's like an alternate reality kind of thing of like how it could be, you know, but like they have like these artifacts, like a metal ring and like a model of a car and there's like a keyboard and they're like these like artifacts, you know, that, but then the people that live there are like primitive, like hunter gatherer types living in like their own sort of like civilization that they're creating and like making up all these like weird rules to like adapt to like the weird like dark environment and stuff Mm -hmm. and then the second book is like another like 20 generations later or something and it's really is everybody real fucked up at that point like like just weirdly shaped and stuff yeah yeah oh boy it's pretty bad but then it's like it really turns, there's, like, a tipping point at the end of one book that goes into the second book where it really changes from, like, a matriarchal to a patriarchal culture. Bam! Yeah, and you see what happens when the men take over, and it's, like, really awful, and there's, like, Ugh. a lot more, like, accumulated, like, wealth and power and property, and suddenly, Ugh, like, women, women are, like, owned now as, like, because, of course, like, the guys need to know who the father is of the children, right? so we need to lock that shit down. Like, Ugh. it's just the same kind of story repeated. Yeah. So, it was very interesting. No the second kidding. book kind of made me mad, but... <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound enjoyable, but yeah. the first one sounds very interesting. Yeah, it's just, like, it's neat as, like, an alternate, sort of, like, an anthropological study. Mm-hmm. Human exactly. behavior. But in, like, weird fish-out-of-water circumstances. It sounds like... A very like B movie type mm-hmm. plot. Is it? Does it come off that way in in the reading, or is it better written than that? Um, I think it's better written than because I I read all those like Robert J Sawyer books that are so fucking corny, but I love them so much, and they have such interesting concepts like mm-hmm. that. So it kind of seems like it might be in line with that kind yeah, of vibe, probably. where you're like, hmm, this is a bit silly, but it's also I cannot stop. <laughs> <laughs> I simply cannot stop, and of course that's I mean that's coming from everybody who in this room who loved Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So we're not uh, that committed to realism. Yeah. yeah. They are taking it off of Netflix. Fuck off! What I just spat everywhere. Why? Sorry, it's okay. Why? 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 I don't know. I get. I just, I have to assume that Netflix has like a certain Limits time for contract or something like yeah. that. Yeah, because I can't imagine why they would do that, especially stuff, this year. Stuff I know. goes and comes back though. You better come back. It, comes, it, it was. I mean, Star Star Trek was gone for a while, and now it's back. Oh, it's back. Eh? Yeah. Mm. I've been on Netflix. In a I'm while. gonna tweet at them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. No. We should all right now. <laughs> right this moment. We need Buffy. Give it back. Don't let it go away, please. You don't know why we, we should do it like it. a baby. We need it. Is that it. Foley? My angry email to Netflix. <laughs> Dear Clint, I assume that is your name. <laughs> Please, Clint Netflix. Yeah, dear Mr. Flix. Dear Mr. Net Q Flix. (laughs) But the Q is spelled Q U E U E. Oh, (laughs) no. Hey, good. My friend posted something about that too that she was watching Buffy, and it's like, you know, this was a long time ago because Buffy calls uh, an email an E letter at some point in the first season. E letter? (laughs) Yeah, of course. Yeah. I read somewhere that uh, the actress that played Jenny Callender has become an evangelical Christian. Oh, really? So she won't participate in Buffy stuff because she thinks it's dark-sided. That's hilarious. She was a techno-pagan in it, and she was such a cutie pie. Yeah. yeah. That's like when Anne Rice went through her phase of, like, I need to disavow any vampire stuff, I'm yeah. only gonna write about Jesus, and then she was like, mm, not doing this Bring back them okay. sexy vampires with their cold dicks. <laughs> Like a slab of marble entering her. Oh God! <laughs> Wait, that's that's definitely Stephanie Meyer, right? No, did but Anne, Anne Rice even talk about vampire ding dongs. Yes, she's she did. like she's like oh, biting feels so much better than sex. Yes, but there was one. Okay, when Marius and Pandora is in the book Pandora, when Marius and Pandora got good. together and they 
like she was just a newly turned vampire and he'd yeah. been a vampire for not that much longer and they they coupled together <laughs> just as like the uh just to like feel some kind of comfort, but they're like it didn't feel like anything, just a cold piece of marble like sitting in there. So that they just like so they just like hooked their bits together and just slept like that. Mm. But it like it didn't actually do anything for them anymore. So uh, then, yeah, that's too bad. Well, I, I don't want right? to be a non-sex vampire. No, but that's what the biting is for. That's the that's the penetration. I guess. I guess. I want. Can't you just have both though? Like you don't. I don't even need the penetration. Yeah, <laughs> real mom and dad don't listen to this one. <laughs> I already mocked you for your grammar. Elitism. Don't know that I also want to bang vampires, please. Oh, God. Backtrack. Backtrack. <laughs> nope. Damn it. Not editing this, even no. though I have the power to. You have the power. I'm not doing it. Okay, that's fair. Like, what about, um, what's the show? Oh, God. With, like, Sucker. Oh, yeah. Oh, Vampire. True Blood. True Blood. Vampire vampire Orleans. (laughs) And, uh... Why does New Orleans Um, always where vampires are? I don't know, because it's hot and sexy. Yeah, very sexy there. Um, and they are biting and penetration. Mm -hmm. Looks great. Yeah. That's the best kind. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say, well, you get the Buffy one. They were doing a lot of fucking, too, in Buffy. Yep. Uh, Yeah. And Vampire Diaries, which I've started watching, which I believe I've said. So good. I heard you mention the past podcast, yeah. It's pretty good, and they definitely... (laughs) Basically, their, like, origin story, like, their mythology is that, like, the blood that they drink from humans, like, just keeps their actual cells alive, so they're not really, like, dead bodies. Mm. They just need to, like, keep drinking or else they'll start, like, shriveling up and, like, mummifying, but so they're, it's, like, keeping their actual human bodies animated, so their dicks work good. You're really, I, I... (laughs) <laughs> Did not pick up the mythology, the lore of uh, mm-hmm. Vampire Diaries. I, I just liked it. Pretty people. Those are, those are my so preferred really great vampire clothes. myths is when they, they're, they're like still kind of alive. Yeah. Yeah, because it's just like, oh, they're dead. That's not as interesting to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. The weird, like, the, the vampire... Uh, Interview the Vampire and, like, all the Enrice stuff is a weird mythology where they basically are, like, it's a blood-drinking spirit that lives all in them mm-hmm. and is divided up multiple... In multiple places, and then it's, like, the heart of, like, the actual little, like, weird spirit is, like, a little, like, bee thing, and it just, like, yeah. lives inside of what? Maharet and Makere. What? Yeah. What? What? I write all these Isn't books. Isn't that complicated? That mm-hmm. sounds so complicated. And there's, like, oh a huge God. backstory around, like, the first queen that's in Queen of the Damned, right? It's, like, yeah. she gets attacked oh, I don't by like this, that book. She gets attacked by the spirit thing, and it sucked all the blood out, and then it, like, lives inside of her... And, it, right. and then, like, a piece of that spirit goes to every vampire, so then that's why if you kill the one, then you kill everybody. Yeah. But so, right. The Vampire Diaries, I guess, has also a spinoff Lost called Boys. The Originals, right? And okay. I started watching that first, and then I realized that it was all part of the same thing. But apparently in there, if you kill one of the originals, you would wipe out, like, a whole, if you kill the maker, their whole line dies. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, but how does that work if there's no, like spiritual connection. Anyway, I'm excited to learn more. <laughs> so this is yeah. more of a vampire politics like, episode. Yeah, I mean, okay. We I can't love, talk about well, real I, politics of vampire what politics. What I do want to say is that kind of fits in with um, True Blood, where like you feed and serve like you like you, you bite the person yeah. and like almost kill them and then you feed them your own blood. Right. I can see how that line And that's what they do in work. Vampire Diaries as well yeah. is that you have to have your I like Their that. Yeah. I think, I mean, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> that one makes the most sense to me yeah. as well. Like, it also is very interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I just, like, that's my favorite part is, like, figuring out. It's like, ooh, how do they, this and that. And it's like, that's why Twilight pisses me off forever. Yeah. Because, like, it's so, uh, it's, yeah. like, PG and stupid. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 I'm not with calves. 
can't have sex, we can't have sex. We got married, oh, I'm going to have sex. Oh, I shouldn't have sex with you. <laughs> That's pretty much the whole That's plot. Twilight. That's, That's Twilight. That's the whole thing. <laughs> it's Twilight, Terrible. basically. Yeah. And yeah. then, like, I like how in Vampire Diaries, too, there's, like, a big, like, witch and, like, magic element to mm-hmm. everything, too. And so, like... And I like that they they can't walk in the sun, but if you wear like a special piece of jewelry, you're yep. like you're safe. But well, like the gem of Amara from uh, Buffy's Vampire yeah, yeah, yeah. or oh, sorry, yeah. Angel, if you prefer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that is really the episode was on actually. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a crossover episode. I was yeah. gonna say there, I was like this crossover. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that was like the that was probably the year that I was most excited about Buffy. It was uh, ironically one of their worst seasons. Was season four is when mm. I really like first got so Riley, well. I got Riley really times. into it as soon oh. as season three was done. Right, like, because I, I didn't start watching it in 97, I started watching it probably 99 or something, mm-hmm. and so, like, when season three was done, I, like, tried to go back and, like, watch all the reruns and all that kind of stuff, because it would play on YTV at certain times of yeah. day, which, if you knew when to look, that kind of thing, and then DVDs, we had them, that's yes. good. Uh, so I got caught up, but then, yeah, season four is when I started watching it really live, and oh, yeah. it's not a great season, but it also is when Angel started, and so there was double the content. Yeah. Uh, good, good content. So I still haven't actually watched Angel. Ooh. I only yeah. watched the first season. It's, oh, okay. I love it. I really? love it. It's so good. It ends so good. <laughs> only recently have I come around to the idea of Angel at all. Like, I didn't like him in Buffy, so mm-hmm. I was glad when he was gone. Yep, me too. Um, <laughs> not a fan. So I think that's why Sorry, I didn't... David. Pick up the uh, the the his own series, yeah. but um, I think I could get Wesley's into it in it. Oh, oh, of course, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wesley and Cordelia, yeah, it's like and, a big deal. And I I've seen the episodes with Cordelia when she comes mm-hmm. like the god or whatever, oh, and yeah. that always made me want to watch it because mm-hmm. like I think that's a great thing for her. Mm-hmm. Um, she should be, yeah, absolutely. She should be a god. She needs a um, redemption arc for sure, <laughs> definitely. And yeah, and Wesley, real life actor, is Alison Hannigan's husband. Oh, right, that's yeah. true. Oh, so I love cute. it. It's they're very uh, cute together. Yeah. yeah, I just like I did a full rewatch of Buffy while I was finishing. I guess my undergrad, I think. Okay. And it was like finals time, and there was lots of take home exams, and it was a lot of procrastinating. Definitely the time to watch Buffy. Yeah, yeah and it was just like so soothing because I'd already seen it, so mm-hmm. it like really like just helped. played in the background. It helped with the anxiety for sure. Yeah. And so I watched. I got uh, our friend Allison had the. Uh, not past guest Allison, but a different Allison. A different Allison. A different Allison. And uh, so she had the box set of both Buffy and Angel. So then I started watching them together, and I was wa- I would watch Angel like one and then one and one and one and one and watch them sort of as the timeline. Mm-hmm. No kidding. I liked it. Did it like tie together? Yes. Yeah, and then the crossovers like made more I sense because then it. you're just like, oh yeah, I forgot that in Buffy when she leaves, she actually is going shows there. Up. Yeah. In <sighs> LA or whatever. Yeah. 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 When she's Anne. No, 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 a different oh, no. time. Diff- a yeah. different time. Yeah, there's a few, a few different ones yeah. where she, like, she comes some, in to help. She had some difficulties. Yeah. Buffy. Tough sure life. did. Very yeah. tough life. Um, yeah. I still maintain that the hardest episode ever was The Body. Oh, 100%. Was that with her mom? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Absolutely. That movie, that, spoiler. That it's worse than any demon or, like, oh, yeah. the world's gonna end. Doesn't matter. No. Yeah. no that it was is... just so devastating. The most, like, like banal death mm-hmm. that happens in the whole series is the most devastating. Yes. Well, it's so interesting because so much of, um, that reminded me of something else, but so much of the series, it's all symbolic of stuff we deal with in real life, but then that was, like, super real and real in your deal face. Real stuff, yeah. Yeah, and um, it's so hard because it's something that will happen to all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll have to cope with that. Speak for yourselves! My mom's gonna live forever! Yeah, she will. She's tough. She's a tough old broad. She's so stubborn that she'll just never die. <laughs> 
That's the theory. <laughs> Just will it away. <laughs> yeah, Brenda's like, fuck off, death! <laughs> I got a golf game to play. <laughs> That's her for sure. And the Grim Reaper's like, okay. No. Well, all right. And then she makes him wash the dishes. <laughs> Sorry, what did it remind you of? Well, I was also thinking of um, watching the, like... Entertainment Weekly, like, video of all the, oh, the, um, the actors coming together. and the reunion. Yeah, and watching, like, the way, like, Alison Hannigan and, oh, the one who plays Tara, I forget her name every time. Amber Benson. Yeah, and they look at each other, and I'm just like, you guys. Oh, <laughs> like, hey, remember when you died? That was sad. <laughs> Wait, which one of us died? Uh, oh, I died several times. You only died the one time, but when you died the time, it was really sad you died for good. Oh, yeah. It was uh, a bummer. That was a good Spoiler. love. Yeah. So mm. good. But I, I loved Oz. As well. Oh, me too. Oz is so I know. Cute. I'm always torn, but I really like. It's you he know looks what? So good now. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god, Seth Green, yeah. tiny dude could get it. Oh yeah, yeah. big time. Oh that little beard. Oh, he's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> I just I always liked him. Me though. too. Me I too. Always it was did. Always like my when favorite. he was in the '90s, even like in Can't Hardly Wait when he played yes. that like terrible character. Yeah. Uh, I could see I could see myself so much in that that ginger girl who is in Can't Hardly Wait. I was like mm-hmm. just a sarcastic little shithead in high yeah. school, and I definitely would have like locked in the bathroom, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's so he's just so little and cute. I just want to pick him up in my arms. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like you don't have to choose between Oz and Tara. No. Because Willow didn't have to. Like she lived a long, wonderful life and yeah. like yep. was able to have both. Yep. So yeah. good job, Willow. Mm-hmm. Oh, but she, when he comes back. No, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, such a like a sentimental little sap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that one's a t- that's a tough one for uh, the queer girls in the audience of Buffy, I think, because we're like, yes, Willow and Tara, but like, but Oz was a nice boy. And then when Oz comes back, it's like, who will she like, choose? Mm-hmm. And then I like that it wasn't just like, and now I'm totally just gay forever. It's like, mm-hmm. no, I still like, yeah. Her yeah. feelings. Yeah. So that, you know, as a, as a bisexual woman, I really appreciated that yeah. to be like, it doesn't, just because I'm with her now doesn't erase the relationship that we totally. had. Totally. Yeah, the way It was all real. Was... It wasn't me pretending to like you or anything like that. It's like, I like they played the long game with Willow and the whole like, oh, I'm so mean and skanky and I think I'm kind of gay. <laughs> yes. Yes. No, me too. Me too. You know what? They were showing uh, Buffy at the hot dog place that I like. <laughs> Uh, what's up, hot dog? Yeah, because really? they always play good shit on Netflix every time that I'm in there. And so yeah. there was one, uh, it was one of the first episodes, and Buffy said something about, like, I think Xander was saying something about, like, oh, Buffy, I want to take you to the dance. And it was when he was getting all, like, mean friend zone bullshit. Mm-hmm. And then he said something like, there was some comment about, like, oh, well, like, I wouldn't go to the dance, like, with you or Willow. Like, oh, is Willow asking? Like, Buffy was kind of like... Like, Willow wouldn't want to go to the dance with me, would she? Like, kind of questioning, it's like, is she gay? Like, right off the bat. Oh, that's so, <laughs> so funny. So I wonder if they knew and they had planned it. I, I think so. I have to assume, mm-hmm. but you don't, you don't know. It does seem like they planted the seed for that. Yeah, oh, so definitely. that's another fun reason to rewatch as you pick up all the, like, yeah. clues. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I'm coming back on onto Joss Whedon's train just a little bit, because, like... I, I mean, I could not get behind the whole Marvel stuff. I just don't like it. Yeah. I tried to, and I just don't. Like, no disrespect to anybody who's into it, but the movies are boring to me. Yeah. And his whole, like, just the way he responds to criticism is not exactly mm. elegant, <laughs> for lack of a better uh, way to phrase it. But I also realize, like, hey, everybody c- gets to contain some multitudes. Like, mm-hmm. they totally. can be... They can be problematic, but have made, like, really important things, right? Like, that's... We always come to that conclusion, right? Like, mm-hmm. that it doesn't have to be, you know, one bad apple doesn't spoil the whole orchard or Mm -hmm. I don't exactly know what I'm trying to say here, but basically that 
it was really easy for me to throw the baby out with the bathwater uh, for a while, and now I'm starting to realize, like, mm, I think it might be time for me to rewatch mm-hmm. a buff. But I'm still mm-hmm. mad because apparently he was really mean to uh, Charisma Carpenter or yeah. whatever. Oh, really? Yeah. When she was pregnant, he was, like, super shitty about oh, it or something boo. like that. Yeah, and then I think she got off. fired for being pregnant, yeah. basically. No. Well, it's hard to say, you know. Who's to say? Mm-hmm. Who's to, who can really, who can never be sure? Shit. <laughs> Wrongful termination clause. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, but then finding out that, like, Gene Roddenberry was a sexist oh, yes. and stuff. Like, it's just all that kind of, like, oh, men in power kind of dinks, mostly. Oh, totally. We were just kinda talking mostly about dinks. that. <laughs> we were just talking about that. Yeah, it's like, we should really, like, get that matriarchy thing going. I could basically say that about any any time. <laughs> it's like, oh, we were just talking about that. It's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it comes up all the time. Yeah. yeah. the reality that we live in. Yeah. Three shrill cunts talking about how men are dinks. They don't like what they do. It's a lot of problems. <laughs> da 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 <laughs> Three shrill cunts. <laughs> you made her spit tea. <laughs> you like my like fifties theme song? I like it. Let's Did not do, expect the end. Let's yeah. do a sitcom. <laughs> Just call, instead of my three sons, it's three shrill cunts. <laughs> See, we could have named the podcast that. Yeah, well, so. then my mom would never listen to it. <laughs> Is that the title of the episode? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just writing sea bombs a go go. <laughs> I, I've got a lot of different things. I, I wrote electal dysfunction, and I wrote vampire politics, and now I've wrote sea bombs a go go. Nice, because I said the cunt word a bunch. <laughs> the dirty, dirty cunt word. <laughs> You're laughing so much at my swear. I like it. <laughs> I don't say it very often, so when I do, it lands. Yeah, it's, it's just got that good, good K sound at the beginning. It's, it's pure comedy, is what that is. Comedy. <laughs> Oh, you just reminded me about comedy is that uh, someone who was on the show with me last night, Jackie Jackie Hoffert, who is someone that I've been mistaken for several times and she's been mistaken for me. We mm. don't actually look alike, but we're both slightly yeah. like archetypical. We're yeah, we're slightly archetypical queer women who wear glasses and uh, are kind of stockily built, so we get except that I'm like seven inches taller than she oh. is. Yeah. That's not fair. She's like five six or something, but I am I am significantly taller. So um, anyway, she she approached me after the show. She's like, I don't know how you feel about this, but would you like to maybe do a roast battle with me sometime? I was like, I never want to do a roast battle, but I kind of want to do one with her. Yeah, I sort of do. I think that that would be kind of fun. I'm like, I hate roasts, but I I heard about some uh, jokes coming out of the one that happened this last Friday because of course I know everybody who was involved in yeah. it, and I'm thinking like. Maybe I should do it just to show myself that I can. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. What does I'm, that like, entail? Still, I'm so like. It's like I think it's five minutes of just back to back. Like I haven't actually gone to see it, which mm-hmm. I, I probably should do before I do it. But I, I also don't care. Uh, but I think it's like a, you just sort of one, one line each other back and forth. So mm. I think that there was one like that your face um, looks like a something and a something. Or sure. Well, there was, there's this guy, <laughs> joke structure. There's, this, there's this local guy named, I won't say his whole name, but his name is Alex and up against this gal named Casey, who I think is just really fantastic. Yes. You know her. She's super funny. You'd love her. She's great. Uh, anyway, she's super tall and she's just like built like a normal person. Like she has a very average build, I would say. Yeah. But I think Alex was like, I'm going to do a bunch of fat jokes about her. I hope she doesn't kill herself. Like that was what he said in an open mic about her. Ah, <laughs> I was like, oh no. boy. And it's like, she's going to have to like go, oh, but she probably won't die because she's so fat. She can't cut through her wrists or whatever. I was like, that's an awful joke, and it's no. not. Funny. It's not even actually funny. Though. No, it's not. And, and I was like, well, you know, 
if that's the it's, caliber if that's of the standard, standard, yeah. the comedic process or whatever. Like I thought that that was stupid, but um, but then I heard what her first opening joke was like. Alex approached me to be his roast battle partner for this, and I uh, I wanted to say no, but then I thought. Maybe I should say yes, just so that Alex knows what it's like if a woman consents to him. Oh, oh shit. And so I, I was kind of like, how can I, if I'm going to roast somebody, they should all, they should just be exactly like me, because I can roast myself so fucking well. Okay. Right, so for her, it's just like, yeah, you you, you do like this women's studies looking motherfucker kind of thing. Like, like that's exactly what that's, it's all about. You'll like, just, all like, you'll just do each other, like. Just insulting yourself, the basically, way. basically, yeah. But she like, that's confusing. Well, there's a, there's a few different things like that I could because she, she's got a bit about how she um she met her fiance on Tinder and she's like I'm six years older than my fiance, which sounded really striking until she's like oh I'm 36. I'm like that's fine. Yeah. But it just because I could be like okay she's a cougar who trolls for puss on on Tinder or something like that. Like I don't really know. I don't know how to be mean to people out loud. I really don't know how to do it. You gotta tap into... I actually really want you to do this now. I'm, like, rubbing my hands together maniacally. You look absolutely (laughs) gleeful at the idea of me doing this, because I think you know how uncomfortable I'm gonna be. Yes, exactly. Well, Justin's gonna do it, and he's gonna go up against Ed Konya. So, past guest, Justin Uh, O'Hearn, future guest, Ed Ed Konya. Justin's... He's got a... Mean streak? He could be mean, yeah. Yeah, well, that's why he's the only other person I would think about doing it with, because then I could just... Because I could... Because I love him, but he's very mockable. Just as, like, I'm very lovable, but super mockable. mockable. He's doing a PhD on Victorian porn, for fuck's sakes. All right. Yeah. 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 Very easy to make fun of. (laughs) Yeah. I don't even know where I was going with that, but just, like, that's that should have been another thing for this week, I guess. I I really, really, really want you to do this, because you can, like, you could tap into, like, you're so nice, and you choke down a lot of stuff, like, a lot of bullshit from the world. You Mm -hmm. could unleash it all on your opponent. Just be like, hey, you look like a doormat. Are you a doormat? (laughs) I'm also a doormat. (laughs) (laughs) You Katie Norgren-looking motherfucker. I just like you blank blank looking motherfucker is my favorite just thing to say to anybody. Like I just will come up with that on the bus to people I don't talk to ever. I'm just like, there was a guy on my, bu- on the, on the train last night who looked like, have you seen ghosts? Have either of you seen the movie ghost yeah. uh, with Patrick Swayze oh, and Demi Moore? Yeah. Well, you know, when Patrick Swayze is first a ghost, again, spoiler alert, uh, he's like riding a subway and then there's a creepy, like, go- like ghoulish eyed, like tall man ghost who goes like, get out of here, you're not supposed to see me, oh, and all yeah. this kind of stuff. And that actor's name is Vincent Trevelli, because I just was like, this is the scariest looking man ever, and he's in a million things as a scary looking man. Yeah. And then, so there was a guy who looked exactly like him on the train last night, and oh, he, right. he approached me, and I had my headphones on, and I had to take them off, and because he was gesturing at me, I was like, oh no, <laughs> Vincent Chevelli's going to tell me that I'm a ghost, <laughs> and so I take, the, I take my headphones out, and he's like, I like your tattoo, I was like, thank you, and I put them back in, and that was the end of the interaction. <laughs> oh my god. So I was like, okay, uh, yeah, okay. yeah, anyway, I'm, not, I'm sure. This ghoul-looking motherfucker. This ghoulish, really this Vincent Chevelli-looking motherfucker. It's very deep cut. <laughs> but it's such a deep cut, like, like. Like only media obsessed comedians would get that probably. So it's it's those kinds of jokes that you only tell for each other, pretty much. But I'm always thinking about like, oh who do, oh this guy looks like a Co- Corey Feldman that life was even un- more unkind to than the real Corey Feldman. I just I think mean thoughts and then I don't say them. So well, maybe so I this is your time to mm-hmm. maybe maybe you'll like. I don't know. It'll be like a pressure valve or something like yeah. that. And you or can actually yeah. like you won't 
like just doing that roast battle will mean that you won't get cancer later. Or oh my god! But what if it flips a switch and just turns me into like that me myself and Irene, like just telling or no, I'm thinking of liar liar. <laughs> he tells the truth all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I got my Jim Carrey movies mixed up because I don't watch them anymore, so I don't remember which one's which. Are you okay? Oh, this is just delighting me today. Sorry, I'm I, I'm not even in that silly of a mood. I just don't know what else to say. <laughs> so we, we were like, we're going to talk politics, and then I was like, maybe we can't. Yeah. So we're really just trying to quickly spackle all the cracks, <laughs> and poor Ashley's along for the ride. Yeah. But maybe we can talk about politics. Yeah. We should think about how how much how many minutes have we done? Fifty five. We're almost at a Jackie and Laurie show. Episode. No, we're almost. Do you want to take a break? Uh, I think that we should do two episodes. Okay. Because <laughs> you have to be busy for the next several weekends. So okay. <laughs> the more we can bank, the better. If you're down for that, mm-hmm. we can call this mess a night <laughs> and then pretend it's a whole new day. Oh, peeking behind the curtain here on the Sea Hags podcast. <laughs> to borrow a phrase from the Mackle Boys, let's part the kimono. <laughs> Oh, I don't like it. I don't like it. Take it out. I need a shower. Okay. Bye. See you guys next week. Wink, wink. (laughs)